Greetings, Force users and heroes alike. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we are talking episode four of the Marvel Studios Disney Plus series, What If? This is What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? Written by A.C. Bradley, directed by Brian Andrews, and by God. We're Marvel fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. If I only had a heart. I wish that it were even remotely that hopeful um, of a message <laughs> may i just say yeah i mean i guess like if if wizard of oz was like about demons and <laughs> and witchcraft. yeah may i just say that and this is not an exaggeration on my part oh here he that goes. was some of the best marvel period <laughs> how many times have we said that i think that we should have a drinking it's game. true it's true. They've been really um, killing it, though. Like, truthfully, I will it's say, not like, like we're being stupid. Like, it was really fucking good. I would say this stands so far above the others at this point. Agreed. And, oh, of this series, absolutely. Yes. Um, I, I the fact that I mean, this is this is getting up to like Pixar level animation. The fact that you in the in a you know two three minute period. Feel so much for these characters. Oh. Oh, Granted, we have we have you know more background with them. Yeah, yeah but they are relying um, pretty still fairly heavily on nostalgia. But and, yeah. oh my gosh, that the sequence of him continually trying to save her over and over <laughs> and over again. I was like, I, I I cried. I cried too. Yeah, I was like, oh. Oh. The very end is what got me officially. I was oh like, my God. and it, it has to be said that Benedict Cumberbatch, we knew he was a talented voice actor, but he he stands so far above his counterparts in terms of his characterization through his voice. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was stunning. So good. I mean, it it was Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, so uniquely th- him. There's, um, it was just, that was the first time. I think that was the first character thus far, and the performances have been great. But this is the first character thus far that was like. I mean, that's Doctor Strange. That's him. Sure. Well, and There's also, no too, I think what makes this, this stand out above the rest and, you know, is just a great, uh, it, it's a, um, it is a great testament to the storytelling because I, and somehow they were able to fit, like, this lush, really amazing story into a 30-minute period. And it, like, it, it yeah. didn't feel rushed. It was... It was just a perfect little chunk of little nugget of story, and it was it really it was action packed and emotion packed and all the above. I mean, it's just like you look at other uh-huh. shows, and you know when we're like, well, you know that was fun, and they told like a you know a couple of like we got a couple of cool little tidbits of the story, but this is like a fully fledged 
be, beginning, middle, and end story. It was I just... mean, they could have if they wanted to. They didn't need to, but if they, I would have watched a full animated feature of this. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and been and been like really fucking depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe it would have had a slightly different ending, but maybe not. Well, um, and, and we've said say. this every week. We've said this every week, but I feel like they really downplayed just how consequential. <laughs> All these episodes is. are going to be because yeah. this one, and I know we said it last week, but this one, it's like, oh, uh huh, okay. Now we have some some foreboding explanations for how certain events may come about. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're they're they're, you they're, see Marvel, they're dropping some clues for sure, and they're being yeah. very clever about how they're kind of restructuring. Th- not only their understanding of time, but ours, and they're they're doing it in real time. And call it a retcon if you want, call it whatever. But it's I'll it's, call whatever I want. You can't tell the, me what to call it. But uh, you could tell, like Michael Waldron's had some input. Feige, of course, and they're all they didn't shaping. call me. Thank God. <laughs> Be all about butts. Let's yeah. <laughs> Daniel, please, ex- please explain the multiverse. Poop, poop, fart, fart. <laughs> Butts. Have you ever farted so big <laughs> that it, cracked it split a hole the universe in, <laughs> in the space-time continuum? That's that's what breaks the multiverse. What if <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't Wanda? It was methane gas. <laughs> oh my god! If I directed the show, damn it! Yeah, Missed but but you can see that they they're they're morphing the explanation for how time works to kind of fit the story they're telling and i and i i buy it like i'm 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 with them as long as the parameters make sense i'm, I sure. I'm fully it. there i bought and, the subscription to disney them, plus i bought it yeah um, i mean luckily for them they have so much incredible source material with the comics yeah. that they that you know the comics have been doing multiverse stuff since the 50s sure you know different versions of the characters coming right. through portals they're already uh, well know, branched, versed. Branched timelines. Um, I'm I'm reading and watching the Flash series um, on mm. the CW right now, and not to get too much into it, but like their explanation on how different you know universes and dimensions work, and how there's like essentially like a flash on every or a doppelganger of the characters in all of these different you know earths or whatever is so it's actually extremely helpful for you know where things are going with marvel it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more digestible to me than the loki uh you know (laughs) brain the the, the loki brain break as i'm referring to it sure it's just like okay i've got to wrap my head around what all of this is yeah and means I mean, um, I think that like, uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's the the concept is greater than all of us. I think that's kind of the 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 point too. It's probably better that way too that we don't completely understand it because otherwise sure. we'd be poking holes in the you know. Yeah, and it's um, I mean, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be mysterious. It's supposed to keep us on our toes. Right. So I think that that's also important to keep reminding ourselves that it's not mm-hmm. it's not uh it's not like phase one of marvel where it's going to be like kind of your more typical like bad guy good guy situation like yep. it's um now the good guys are 
Well, and oh you said it. God. I mean, that, that that's why it's going to be... The, I always go back to what what we were telling ourselves after Endgame. It's like, this this kind of feels like an ending. I, it, it will never be like this again. They, you know, they might tell more independent stories, but there's no way the stakes get bigger. And within six months of, of this year, uh, the stakes are gigantic. Yeah, for reals. They're like a sensible 32-ounce <laughs> quarter, like really big stake. Yes. So one of the cool things about this episode is that uh, we got pretty much the bulk of the original cast from the Doctor Strange film yep. in here, which is dope. Um, uh, we already talked about we had Benedict Cumberbatch, and we had uh, Rachel McAdams uh, as Christine Palmer, mm-hmm. Benedict Wong as Wong, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, and they even brought back our friend uh, Leslie Bibb from Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. She's the reporter that Christine Everhart. sleeps with Tony, I think, in the first movie. Oh, um, huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, Christine Everhart, and uh, she was she just had a couple of lines in the background of uh, the scenes as a r- reporter on the news. Um the new character that we have and a new voice actor, uh, we had Obang, played by Ike Amadi. Um, and in the comics, he is actually Cagliostro. So um, he's he's the dude who wrote all these books and, you know, created this this library where where Strange uh, travels to in this episode. What's well, interesting. So, I mean, was he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they decided that or if he was just like, you they know. just left it up to the mystery. The librarian of the of the Cagliostro. Madam Librarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about the plot. Uh, instead of traveling to his speaking conference alone and having his hands horribly injured in the car crash, uh, Christine Palmer is with him. And she is killed in the crash, uh, which uh, that is the event that pushes Strange into learning the mystic arts. So uh, up until, you know, that point in the story, other than the fact that she was the one that passed away, the story is pr- pretty similar. You know, he he uh, he goes and learns the mystic arts and defeats Dormammu and, you know, becomes the I've come Supreme. to bargain. Yes. Uh, we got that uh, little scene in animated form, which was cool. Uh, and he's set up. In I wanted new- for a dollar less. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh no! I it paid two dollars and thirty cents, and I should have paid a dollar thirty. <laughs> he's always bargaining with that <laughs> Dormammu, the deli leader. You can't beat these prices. <laughs> At Dormammu's bargain bin. To Dormammu's TJ Maxx. (laughs) Dormammu, I'm on a budget. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. This is such a dumb joke, but I love it. Um, So he uses the time stone to travel back to the night Christine died, and he is trying to change that event, but no matter what he does or how many times he repeats that night, Christine dies in the most... This is a cautionary awful, tale to never ways. drive with Doctor Strange because oh he's gosh, a very terrible driver. Well, even when she drove, it right. happened. Maybe yeah. just you know what they didn't try getting a different car. That was the one thing. Well, they tried. and they were both better off when she didn't enjoy going to these dinners with him. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. For God's sake. 
She just can't. She can't give up on the creme brulee. She needs the creme just brulee. Had to have it. This is her fault. Um. So uh, it's always the woman's fault. Always the woman's That's what I've always said. <laughs> and her damn desserts. Damn it! Um, women and their damn desserts. <laughs> oh shit! Um, it's just burned so, sugar. For God's right. sake! But it delicious. Is, but oh it is freaking delicious. I I, it is right. one of my favorite desserts of all time. Um. So in this uh, stage in the timeline, the ancient one is still alive, and she comes to Strange and and tells him that uh, Christine's death is an absolute point in time. Well, um, and she describes it as a defining moment that drives events going forward. And mm. if he erases, if he erases that event, he what he risks wiping out the entire universe. This is new terminology so alert. We, yeah, we need to talk about this absolute point in time. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Uh, I was racking my brain. Now that they've introduced this, are there others in the MCU that already exist? Mm. Yeah, and totally. I mean, I, assumedly. I think I think there's going to be one going forward, and that is for what, and I don't know the reason behind it yet, but Peter Parker being revealed as Spider-Man. Mm, and oh, I think that might be the crux of the entire Spider-Man movie, was that Which no is, matter how many times you try to change the fact that people know, you can't. You can't, mm. because it's an absolute point. That I mean, that would make a lot of sense. That's interesting. Very interesting. I mean, it completely nukes everything. I mean, like, look what happens in this episode. I mean, yeah, it doesn't end well. It destroys the fabric of reality. So, um. Anyways, so he uh he cannot accept that information at all, and also I was just gonna say like I I know it's like slightly controversial because of her the casting choice of Tilda Swinton, but I just Mm -hmm. I really do love her in. Like just like her comforting, soft yes. voice. It's oh, just yeah, like, no, it, she's an, she's an incredible actor. She's such a great actress and yeah. extremely extremely diverse. But uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I mean, not, not 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 diverse not enough for this role. Yeah. Not ethnically diverse. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Diverse as an actor. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she she is great. Even though mm-hmm. it was a problematic casting choice although you know it no i won't i won't defend it because it is a problematic casting choice but i will say i guess i am kind of defending it but i will say that (laughs) uh she has such as you just said Alyssa, she has such a uniqueness about her that the 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 role doesn't fall into the trap of being like the trope of the the asian teacher like the martial arts you know like that that they that they pigeonhole asian actors into all the time and sure, it doesn't make it sure. better that this role probably should have gone to an Asian person. To an Asian person. But on the yeah. other hand, it's like, well, she was able to do something with it that wouldn't be offensive in another way. You know, that it's Maybe. Like, yeah, she's kind of she's kind of an alien. Like she is very other <laughs> otherworldly. Like, yeah, but um, and she's uh, if I recall, in the sense that she came from another planet. Well, and I yes. recall that in uh, in Doctor Strange, uh, uh, Mordo talks about her background a little bit. It said not much is known about her, but she's Celtic and she's been alive for thousands right. of years. So they, they do right. establish that she's she's not masquerading as an Asian person. So yes. I, I don't know. Yes. It's Which not is great, but That's good. she's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, so Strange uh, jumps in time to find the lost library of Cagliostro. Um, and, and you might recognize that 
name because in the Doctor Strange movie, it's revealed that the Ancient One used dark magic from the book of Cagliostro to prolong her own life. So um, in Strange's quest to resurrect Christine, he uh, gets incredible power by absorbing other mystical beings in the most terrifying possible way yeah Yeah, super duper scary it it really mirrored what um mordo did uh in the post-credit scene Mm -hmm. of dr strange which is also a plot line that's unresolved so Mm -hmm. that's something to be noted uh and it takes him centuries to do it to absorb all of these different mystical beings it's just sucking up all these demons yeah super scary some of them were cuter than others well and, <laughs> yeah. and, and did we see that the uh the final one or well, the one he attempted the first time and then decided mm-hmm. it was too big shumagorath there's our friend shumagorath from the i mean if that Captain is truly what Carter. it is it definitely looks a whole lot like it yeah it really did so um this is where things start to get even more cray cray so the Ancient One appears to an alternate version of Strange um, who decided against meddling with time. And she explains to him that she drew upon the power of the Dark Dimension to split the timeline, to split you. She tells uh, the uncorrupted Strange, allowing for two of your possible timelines to occur in one universe. Yeah, so we're uh, we're, we're changing the rules again. <laughs> so <laughs> so they they're they're taking some artistic license here which it it works for the story and it was so beautiful, but as for the a whole the MCU as a whole, it makes things so confusing. Well, confusing but also not because it's kind of explaining how Spider-Man is going to work. Sure. Maybe, maybe I mean, because, um, and, yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know if this is like, you know, similar similar or anything like it, but in The Flash, um, the way that they describe it is like a straight, like, linear line, right? Yes. And there's like a point in time here, mm-hmm. and when, you know, you travel back in time or when you mess with time in the slightest, another reality is branched. Yes. Right. And it's the same person, and it's the same, sometimes the same people and instances in their lives, but another thing is branched, and if someone tries to go back to that same point in time again, then another line is branched. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. From that same point. Sure. So, um, yeah, this is trippy. We're getting into... Trippy-tastics. Real, real trippy You know, going territory. back, I, I just because I, I, I find myself dwelling on this point, the, the, the absolute points... Um, Mm-hmm. I wonder if Tony Stark's death is one of those. <gasps> Maybe. Could be. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I, it's not relevant to what we're talking about right now, but I was just well, thinking. Okay. It was like, Tony. Like, no yeah. matter, it always ended with him having to to die. Sacrifice, yeah. I like. I mean, I like yeah. the idea that it was like sort of his destiny to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that would be really cool. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then we get... Oh, also just, like, I mean, um, the presence of, I mean, what I'm assuming are demons? Question mm-hmm. mark? I mean, they, they looked a whole lot like demons, right? The things that he was absorbing? I mean, all sorts of different... Um, they were all sorts yeah. of mystical beings. Mystical beings, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like, 
I like, are we going, I, are we going into Mephisto territory? Like, <laughs> I know that he didn't like absorb Mephisto per se, but like, you know. Oh, Mephisto's um, coming. Like, the, yeah, yeah, I just the think jokes these are, aside, these are little yeah. more subtle hints that like, yeah, he's on the way. Yeah. And we're, we're in dark dimension territory here, yeah. which we haven't. A nightmare. and Yeah. We yeah. haven't experienced in Mar- in MCU thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, we get the Good Strange versus Strange Supreme battle, which was cool, scary, and dope as hell. Dope as hell. Um, and uh, you know, Good Strange is trying to, you know, convince him. He's like, you know, this line like really struck me. You know, he said, "This, this isn't love. Look at this. This is arrogance. This is this is our need to fix everything." And um, they battle, but unfortunately, Good Strange is defeated. And now the whole uh, corrupted Strange brings Christine back. And he's terrifying looking, and she's scared of him. Just so sad. So disturbing. And um, their reunion is very, very brief because the fact that he he was able to undo this absolute point destroys his reality and it leaves uh strange supreme the only survivor and it looks like he's trapped in like a a prism a like prism a, of like reality a, yeah a prism little gem situation um little pocket universe mhm and just by um, himself to now we have the very first um time where any of our characters have referenced the Watcher interacted. Oh, right, yeah. yes. Um, because his power has apparently given him, you know, sufficient awareness to know that he's there and communicate with him in this very last moment. Yep. And the Watcher refuses to interfere because it would put the rest of the multiverse at risk. And yeah. uh, the episode leaves us on the line, the last line: "One life, one choice, one moment." Can destroy the entire universe. Whew. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just, does that make you, I mean, like, you know, for a person with anxiety about making choices in life, like, this is not, <laughs> not the great. episode you want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actions and consequences. And yeah. it most of the time ends out, ends up just fine for our heroes. And yeah. Um, when you have the kind of power Doctor Strange does, it's very easy to see how it could go wrong. And I'm so glad, as harrowing as this episode is, I'm so glad they showed us that because it now yeah. puts it into perspective. When we see Doctor Strange going forward, we know how what how he what bad he could, could do, get. what yeah. he's yeah. capable of. He's capable of destroying the universe as we know it. Yikes! Yeah, there was also another yeah. line that um, stuck out to me that that Obang says to Strange, um, and he says there there's a fine line between devotion and delusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, love can break more than your heart; it can shatter your mind. Yeah. Um. So this is a, another, it's a cautionary another, tale. Uh, in yeah, like another so moment many ways. where Marvel is really you know diving into to mental health. Sure. And not being able to tell the difference between <laughs> devotion and delusion. Yeah. I, um, I it's um but yeah, I was saying it's like sort of a cautionary tale. I think that like uh um you know, oftentimes we get blinded by 
um, you know, our passions or whatever they are. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you ignore all the signals that the universe is trying to give you like, Hey, what you're doing, like here, try, try this instead. This, this is what, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I mean, he had the ancient one who he as strange trusted and, you know, knew very well mm-hmm. say to him, like, you cannot do this. Right. You cannot do this. And, and the watcher even says, like, you know, I. You were warned. I, yeah, I, I could have interfered. You know, I couldn't interfere. But even if I did, he wouldn't have listened. Right. But, yeah. Which is the first time he heard him, too. And he's like, huh? Yeah. So. Um, interesting. Yeah. Note. And so oh, the, I'm sorry. Going back to that, actually, and the watcher being heard and sort of being all of a sudden thrust into the story. Mm hmm. It's. It almost seems like he's been progressively becoming more and more, like, because the first episode we didn't really see him much, and then the second episode we kind did we see I can't I'm trying to remember seeing his silhouette, but then in the third episode we saw he his silhouette numerous times. Yeah, yeah. like like gl- like looming in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, um that is a good point though, Daniel. Like the the watcher has been, you know more and more visible in in each episode. Yep. Yeah. So I'm 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 kind of curious what going forward if uh if we're going to get more of him like as a like a you know a, a playable character as opposed to a non-playable character. <laughs> sure. And are there going to be instances where he is really truly tempted to interfere? Yeah. And what and uh-huh. what, will, what will that look like? Because Like is, is that where we're leading towards cuz yeah. it does feel like he said that numerous times and yeah. Whether or not maybe the finale shows him finally intervening in some way, that'd be very well. And if we're projecting way into the future, you think about the the characters number one that would be most likely to inter- interact with him, and Doctor Strange is at the top of the list because of totally, yeah, because yeah. of his his powers. And then you put Wanda in that category as well. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is going to warn them about Kang or you know, mm-hmm. whatever the hell is going I, I wonder if he'll be tempted to nudge them in the right direction, as he does in the comics. They, they, they're not, uh, he doesn't give blatant explanations or he doesn't uh, affect how things are dealt with, but he, he does from time to time nudge them in the right direction. So, yeah, that's an yeah. interesting point. Another thing that I was thinking about quite a bit was this um, run of comics, uh, The New Avengers. I want to say it was from 2014 or 2015. Um, It's like a five or six run comic, but it's um, Doctor Strange is kind of giving up his title of Sorcerer Supreme. Mm -hmm. And it is trippy. I mean, we we talked about this um, during WandaVision. Like, wh- what does this mean? Is is you know, are we going to get to see on the big screen potentially another Sorcerer Supreme that's not Stephen Strange? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, especially now that we <laughs> just got this episode, I-, I think that chances are pretty good that we, you know, it might be in ten years, but <laughs> I think chances are pretty good that we are going to see another. Sorcerer Supreme in our in this phase in our lifetime. Well, now we'll question. Um, do we feel like this was a uh, you know, a cute little tied up in a bow story, and we'll never see it again? Or do we feel like? Well, I, this is kind of a two part question. 
Do we feel like this story has a continuation of some sort? <laughs> uh, you it know, doesn't seem like I, I don't know how they could, but Doctor Strange is one of the craziest, like you know, mediums that they have in the MCU. So I mean, like sure. I, I, I could really anything could happen. But I'm just curious what you guys think. You know, I was thinking about we we, we were discussing why is Doctor Strange so odd in that Spider Man trailer. Mm-hmm. And one of the prevailing theories is I'm Mephisto. glad you, this is this is part of the second part of my question. So good, yes, go keep going. But so the, one of the prevailing theories is Mephisto because of the snowy imagery, mm-hmm. and you know we could get into Dante's Inferno and all of that stuff, and that's all noted. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit on the nose to be Mephisto at this point. But mm-hmm. is is there a possibility? And I don't, I don't even have a a guess at this point. But is there a possibility that? bad Doctor Strange or deranged Doctor Strange escapes yeah. that reality <laughs> and here he is. he's figured out uh, you know a way into this reality and uh, just undone by his failure with Christine is he going to try and and fix, fix another you know immovable point you know an absolute uh-huh. point and that's why he takes on Peter's you know Oh uh, yeah, sure. I'll help you with your problem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, that seems might, I... might be a little far fetched, but no, I think um, even if that's not him in the trailer, I I have a it would make I've for a really a... cool comic either way. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I've got a gut feeling that we have not seen the last of Strange Supreme. Mm-hmm. That's uh, spooky Strange that's Supreme. The, that's the spooky guy, <laughs> the spooky one, the Strange Supreme guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's my gut feeling. In, in in what if or just in the MCU in general? In the MCU in general. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, and I don't know if you guys said this when I got cut off, but uh, Obang in the comics that is Cagliostro. Yes. Right. Yes, we did talk okay, about good. this. Yes. So then mm-hmm. chalk that up as a character we could see again. Yeah. Sure. Well, and that's the other thing too. I was trying. I think that you missed this, but I'm just my question was whether or not. Um, because you know, in in this uh, in this what if episode, like he kind of alludes to that he's not Cagliostro, but he doesn't really say that he's. He doesn't say like yay or nay. No, yeah, he says he's, yeah. he, he says he's the bookkeeper. Which uh, during the episode, I was like, oh, that's Cagliostro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, it right, right. This is like Yoda. Oh, you seek Yoda, and he's talking. Yeah, about right, right. <laughs> but it's interesting that he never doesn't ever like really definitively say. Which is yeah. no, so he I, doesn't. I mean, he doesn't, and and that that is relevant. But also, you think about how strange is taking centuries to absorb all of these creatures, and then when yeah. he gets to the end, Obe is just now dying. It's like, okay, this guy isn't just a friggin' librarian. This is this is probably Kevin. No, yeah, we're, we're gonna. It would be. It would be him. really neat. And I, I and like if I were a writer, I guess. Um, it would be more interesting to leave that a mystery until, until you know the multiverse of madness, and right. he's actually revealed to be actually, you know, um, like that. That would be neat. And that's probably, I, you know, I, I would say there's a, a a better than not chance that happens. Yeah, I think we'll. see I mean, him this again. didn't this kind of feel like a like you know if somebody were to t- to to have called this this episode the multiverse of madness. I mean, I like, you know, it it, it kind of fits. Like, well, I'm 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 now frightened for that movie. 
Yeah. Spider-Man will be weird, but that movie will be weird. Yeah, because technically we didn't even go to like another multiverse. This was all on the same timeline. Right. Right. So if it was that that crazy, all on the same timeline, even though there were two different Stranges, like, but if it was that crazy all on one timeline, like, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So now, like... Yeah, just just kind of going back to that 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 usually when you go usually when you go back in time and you make a new choice then it splits off into a different timeline, but that timeline is basically a new universe, right? Like at least in the old rules. <laughs> well, the, the the old rules haven't changed. They've just been kind of expounded on, I guess. Expanded. Um, or or our, so, our understanding of how they can be altered, but but I think right. Uh, yeah, so if it if it's if it splits into a different timeline, that that is a different universe, a different One, universe yes. entirely. Yes. So now we're dealing with um, a universe where a a person can literally be split in twine, and I wonder if that's I wonder if that's um, if that could be done with anyone, or if Strange is special in that way because he's so powerful that he. He can be. Split I, I into... think Strange and Wanda at this point are the only two who are probably mm. capable of doing that, and I think mm. I think that very fact will will bear itself out in a couple yeah, of these maybe. upcoming movies. That, uh, like I like I said before, I think it would just it would be a really easy explanation for say introducing a, a couple Spider Mans or mm-hmm. or a couple Doctor Stranges in the same movie. Now that we've seen that it can be done, like you know it's. It's an interesting thing to think about, and especially as far as Wanda's concerned. And when last we left her, not to jump all over the place, but when last we left her, she's reading the Darkhold. Right. And uh, when she figures out that that's something she can do. Yeah, and making a cup of tea, right. (laughs) But once she figures out that's something that's possible, I mean, yikes. Because she's, Mm -hmm. she's, Wanda's very much in in the headspace that Strange is in throughout this whole episode. And there were some very clear parallels to WandaVision. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, but I wonder, you know, I wonder if that's, if that's going to be, we've always speculated that Wanda would have some hand in kind of cracking everything open. And, oh boy. Yeah. yeah I mean, she's got a lot of heartbreak sure. on her heart. So like. She does. And, you know, on that last uh, credit scene that you were just ch- talking about, like, you know, she can hear her kids screaming. Still, and so her kids don't where, exist. So now, right. but now right. they do so, in some. But now universe. they do because now I'm like now they do because she made them. Right. So, uh, yeah, we're getting <laughs> we're getting I into mean, like, woo, crazy crazy stuff. Well, and speaking of like the Wandavision parallels, I when uh, when Christine is dissolving at the end, mm. I mean that that was that was Vision disappearing. It, yeah, it was very similar. Very just like similar. a slightly different style. Right. Um, which also, like, the, my imagination is running wild with that. Like, just how how the, you know, their their depiction, the, the artist's depiction of, like, what would happen if the universe were to just sort of implode on itself. Like, and how it was sort of, like, drippy. Like. Yeah, yeah. How everything sort of, like, like was it sort It was of, like the opposite. Like, it was like if a, if a candle were, like, yeah. gravity wasn't working with, like, a candle. Yeah, and everything was, like, <laughs> like it was melting like, wax. Yeah, it was, like, melting upwards. 
such a weird, weird way to to envision it. And I, I, I mean, I, I assume. Well, I don't know. I there's the, I I I have nothing to assume because I mean I don't I, I don't know science and I don't know shit. But, um, but yeah, it's like the 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 their energy is like sort of being sucked into the void or something. Yeah. I don't know. It, very very weird. Well, and the the last image literally being trapped in a prism of his own making, surrounded by blackness. Like, there's yeah. That, that that's just <laughs> the most lonely. Awful and and thing. I mean like and I guess should we assume that that this um that this Doctor Strange is now sort of like immortal in a sense or is he like um because he's absorbed the 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 powers of all these like uh, yeah, demonic he's gonna live creatures. a long time by himself I mean that's yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure he's gonna I mean I don't know like yeah does he kill himself does he like yeah, I don't know. Does he kill himself? I'm sure Does that he get out? he's too arrogant, so I'm sure he's just going to sit there for a long time trying to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. Um, he's like, I can, I can fix this. I can fix this. <laughs> uh, I was also thinking about, one, since we're in the WandaVision mode, um, when uh, Bad Strange absorbs Steven, he, uh, you'll notice we, we've talked about the, the different colors of magic in Marvel. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. uh, he starts wielding the red colored magic. This uh, One could assume he is now dabbling in chaos magic there at the, the end. Sure. Oh, for and, sure. For sure. And that's what leads me to believe like Wanda is going to be able to do something like this because he uses chaos magic to try and destroy this absolute point. And he does. Yeah, and then ruins out. everything else. Uh, so some foreboding in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the whole like beams of light coming out of the eyes and mouth thing, like <laughs> oh, so it's spooky. Very, very dark. <sighs> yeah, I hated it, but I loved it. It was so like <laughs> I mean, really, um, some of the coolest imagery. It was really, really neat. It, it definitely stuck with me. Yeah, and and um. It, yeah, no, it's a great point about the imagery because I was thinking about like when he's going to the library. I don't know why it reminded me of Indiana Jones a little bit, and sure, you, you yeah, have like yeah. the rune booby traps on the floor, yep. and he's in the jungle. I, I don't know. They 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 really captured a whole lot of different feelings, different different the- different themes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was like it was a romance, and then all of a sudden it was like an adventure, and then it was this uh, weird a demonic horror corner. Yeah, just horror. <laughs> macabre it's yeah um very very cool and they they and they 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 squeezed that all into 30 minutes that that was the thing that kept blowing me away i was like this is is very very impressive that they were able to get that much story in and that it was like easily understandable you know yeah there there were parts that we were like oh where what okay he just mentioned that that happened but we didn't get to see it you know like yeah it just was this is uh this is what the show is like you know what i mean it's like taking mm-hmm. taking these these stories and just like completely flipping them on the other side in a meaningful which, way not it's not just an exercise yeah, i'm like, just like oh this would be cool you know? wasn't yeah. that yeah. fun i mean yeah. yeah what if what if tony stark had ducks for feet <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, no, it's And every it's time he walks, it goes uh, quack, 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 quack. 
that would be annoying. And, and then everything like is exactly the same. Like so <laughs> that's the only thing different in that universe. <laughs> Just but but like you know, people would obviously like recognize it and like you know think it was annoying. And but I they would am quack Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Definitely. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah, like you said, Dino, it's in very, very meaningful ways because we've, you know, we know how arrogant Strange is. We, we've we seen that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was like the complete opposite side of the uh, side of the coin of what what really could have happened if he would have let his his arrogance on being able to to control, you know, that absolute point. Well, and that's he, why I was. Watched it. That's why last week I was harping so much on like he could totally be going back to Spider Man. Like he could totally be uh, possessed by Mephisto or Nightmare or you know somebody. Uh, it number two, it could be an alternate Strange. This episode has shown us that. Mm-hmm. But three, like this show, this episode, like d- did pl- before he becomes completely deranged. I mean, he is arrogant. Like, he's still a young Sorcerer Supreme. He doesn't, uh, although granted, like, this episode starts before he's dabbled in all of that. But he, uh, he's an arrogant man who, who, uh, as a doctor, pushed the boundaries of science and, uh, successfully most of the time. And he was proven right in a lot of sentences. So that, like, it, 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 um, it just kind of like pushed his arrogance further because he's just like well i was right though wasn't i you know (laughs) yep i took the risk but you know i mean it ended up being good though so you're welcome because i just i'm i'm trying to reason through and and this might just be a fruitless exercise in the end but uh i love fruit i know you do (laughs) um uh, i'm just trying to rationalize so say say mephisto has um and this is not a joke say mephisto has uh somehow but it's already funny he, yeah right he s- has somehow co-opted dr strange and yep. uh is is going to to do this for peter he's going to erase everybody's memory of peter T- to what end because like does mephisto just want to uh fuck things up yeah, yeah what, what is what, well, i does- guess well, Do we know what were, Mephisto's um, like? What what his like motivations are? I mean, is, it, Satan, is it just to make so, chaos? I mean, he's he's like literally the devil. So I, yeah, is it well, is it, it's it just is, to absorb um, souls? Then I I don't know. I've not read any comics with him in it. So I yeah, don't know. I guess I'm trying well, to figure know. out too whether or not he's like the sort of you know your average devil where like I make a deal with you and then you know at the end of it I get to have your soul kind of thing. Yeah, it could be. It or, could very well or, be as simple as that. Or it could be, like you said, Dino, if if Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man is an absolute point. Right. And he knows that if he finds a way to undo that, he will unravel life. Space and, time. And does, and does he get something from a universe collapsing in on itself? Does that yeah, feed yeah. him in some way? You know, maybe. Could be. Could be. It's that sa- does I mean, seem it a lot. To- like, it sounds like something Satan would do. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. It, it it makes it makes more sense now that we've this episode in particular has introduced us to so many of these themes. I do think I still maintain, and I could be very, very wrong. I still maintain Spider Man. That's a little much to tackle 
in that movie with the introduction it's, it's of already the, so much like even with, with the sinister six the and like then you're gonna have yeah. mephisto yeah. there at the end and like well yeah it's probably not gonna be all they're those sprinkling things, they're sprinkling this yeah it's not gonna be all those things but it is it is fun to see groundwork being mm-hmm. made for for what is to come yeah, yeah and, and really i mean it does it like somehow just this one episode gave me so much context for both the Spider-Man movie and Multiverse of Madness. Like yes. I, I I feel like I'm I'm like ready and raring to go. Like yeah, there were there were some questions that I had. Like and even even to how we talked about um you know when we talked about the the trailer for Spider-Man, we were like how does yeah, how does how does Doctor Strange make that choice? Like it seems so like arrogant, but I mean this this proves again that let Doctor Strange is absolutely capable of doing something that fucking stupid, you know. So. Well, it, it honestly just leaves us with more questions because we we like you, sure. as you said, Daniel. We talked about all of these potential outcomes last week, but it it has validated each one of our theories. I think. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Of, like, yeah. Th- yeah. There is a path. And then added more. Right. 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 What it, what this episode also did for me, it just reminded me what a kick-ass movie Doctor Strange was. And it honestly, yeah. it gets forgotten because it was... Yeah, it really does. It was sandwiched so between... So, yeah, and it was sandwiched between Not some like big... Not like anything event. else in the MCU. Right. It was sandwiched between some big event movies. And some people felt like uh, it didn't... You know, the arc in it isn't super satisfying or, uh, you know, whatever. I, I, I think that movie is absolute nails. and I loved uh, it. Um, I'm I'm glad Doctor Strange is coming to the the forefront here because I've, as I've experienced pretty much for the first time, uh, as I've experienced Doctor Strange in the comics and specifically what he's doing in Hickman's Avengers and his arrogance is on full display and he's he's still mm-hmm. a good guy and he's still a he's still a hero but complicated but. I mean, really has he needs to check his morality a little bit because it, it it gets dicey and uh, these characters are always better when they have yeah. like very distinct flaws, you know. Um, so it is it is good to see and 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 relatable flaws too, you know. Yeah, because well, I'm sure and, a lot of people out there would like are are like that. Oh, no, I can fix it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this speaks. It, you don't have to be a, a superhero for this episode in particular to have spoken to you on a very visceral level. Oof. On yeah, that moment you just you we all do it. Uh, I I can think of one right now uh, where you just grind on it and it. You'll be sitting there, like going about your day, and then something from five years ago will just bother you, and you're like, "I, right. I, I want to fix that. I want to." Uh, I mean, I, I've lost how many? I've lost count of how many souls I've absorbed. Seriously, I believe it. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> that was so relatable for me. That yeah, that that part in particular was exactly what I do after mm-hmm. I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just feed off the souls. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have this little uh, <laughs> this little gnome soul first, and we're gonna go to this. Uh... Oh yeah, also sorry. I, now that we're going back to that, I um, so we we have a reoccurring character, uh, which is this you know octopus squid, Shumagora. you know demon monster Shumagora. who we're, we're we're now calling the the what Shumagorath. It's Shumagorath. The Shumagorath, yes, not confirmed, but like you know very plausibly. Um, but yeah, reoccurring character. So I guess keep looking out for 
I it see it sounds like we're 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 probably gonna see that character again. Uh, oh, in live act, the giant the giant one eyed tentacled monster will be in Doctor Strange for sure. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it kind of feels, feels like, like they're setting that up. It's a very also, traditional Doctor um, Strange villain. I this this may be a spoiler, but from what I understand from like the artwork of the show, I think that they do show Doctor Strange with Captain Carter at some point. I thought so. Well, there was some promotional material, like one of those Audi commercials, I think. And those yeah. those should not be oh, taken seriously. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but I, I did find it interesting that it was Black Panther, Star-Lord, um, or T'Challa, Star-Lord, rather, Doctor Strange, Captain Carter. Uh, maybe. Yeah. And, and and like if that's the case, then perhaps we'll see. I mean, in a in a continuation of um, of what if we'll see them like you know fighting off this big octopus octopusy. Yes. Perhaps. Quite possibly. Um, I I I am left with the the line that that Tony gives us in Endgame, where he says, "When you mess with time, it tends to mess back." And <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah. was he was specifically talking about what they were doing and that time messing back was Thanos coming through time. But mm-hmm. I had no idea that it would it would uh, that that line is probably the explanation for everything going forward. That you mess with anything, and there's going to be an equal and opposite reaction. And woof. And this is all this is all uh, Star Lord's fault. It's. Yeah, Pretty I mean, you much. could make you you could make the case that uh, that this is entirely Star Lord's fault, Peter Quill. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, because he couldn't keep a lid on it for five seconds. Damn it, no. Star Lord! Really couldn't. Really couldn't. What a demi. Oh my gosh. Um, well, um, any yeah. other thoughts before we? Wrap well, I'm up? just I'm thrilled and excited for the last four episodes. Right, four. Or five, five, five more episodes. Oh, thank God! Yeah, we have five. Yeah, more. five more. Thank you. So, so excited. Um, I am uh, one comic away from finishing my um, Eternals arc. Oh my gosh, it's nice. great! Yeah, great. And awesome. um, if it's 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 kind of giving. I don't know. It's it it, it may not be the actual plot of the film. Because I doubt that they would do that, but well, it can't be because that movie has been wrapped for a while, and these comics are new. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it, it's it could, I, it, it, in maybe in certain ways, but um, it's um, uh, it's definitely giving me hints because like a lot of the um, a lot of the aspects of it are lining up, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. At least with the trailers that we've seen or trailer that we've seen, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited about the movie now. Just knowing what it's like, at least what the Eternals are 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 all about. But oh, yeah, sure. this uh, the comic was a, a whirlwind. Oh, really cool. short too. It's only like I think like seven comics. Oh, really? Long. It's not it's not continuing on. I think it will, but like this particular arc, yeah. Oh, okay. This just this story. I was like, yeah. is like it, on comics, and if it if it says like a limited. Uh, a limited story. It'll say like one of seven. Or yeah, two it, it of does seven. say that. Oh, it does. Yeah, and fa- the, the the one that I'm reading right now says finale. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a, a uh, like an open ended one for some. Also reason. same, but apparently not. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a little pocket pocket thing. Um, Shang Chi yep, comes and, out uh, tonight. Shang Chi. 
Dino's oh, I'm so excited. Tonight. Daniel and I are seeing it tomorrow. I'm so excited. Mm. Yeah, and then she's, wait, uh, at least as of the other night, it was sitting very comfortably at a 91%. Let me see if it's changed. It's, oh, it went up. It's 92% now. Oh, bam, my bam, gosh. Bam. Huzzah. Yeah, so awesome. they're killing the game. Uh, right if now. there's a movie, if you're all listening to this and you're like, uh, is there anything that would set up Shang-Chi to make it make a little more sense or uh, that provides a little context, might I recommend you watch Iron Man 3 before you go see it? Sure. Yes. I love that recommendation. As yeah. a setup for the Mandarin and mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, Ten Rings mm-hmm. organization. And, and Well, isn't there a, um, a little short? There is a one-off. Yes. Uh, all hail I, the king. I actually haven't seen that, and I want to watch that now. I believe it was attached to Thor The Dark World. I th- it could oh, be is on, that right? It could, it could be on YouTube, but... Um, I think it is. Uh, I want to say it is. But there's a one-off with Ben Kingsley's character from Iron Man 3. Great. I can't it's remember. It's a fun awesome. little... But it's basically him getting, like, bumped off, more or less, right? <laughs> Yeah, you you well it, yeah, it gives you the explanation that there's a real Mandarin and he's real pissed at the the games you guys have been playing. Not pleased. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um uh oh, Alyssa, do you do you um do we want to keep this uh under wraps for now or do you want to give the people a little uh a little a little flavor of what your idea was? Oh, sure. Yeah, we're going to um we're going to have a new segment. It'll be like its own little tiny episode. But we really want to engage more with the people who are listening right now, all of you wonderful peeps. So uh, we're going to have a new segment, and we're calling it Tauntaun Tales. Tauntaun Tales! And Mm. uh, we would love for you to uh, write in to us. You can shoot us an email, send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter. Um, Our our email is insidethetauntaunpodcast at gmail.com. And um, all of the other things are at Inside the Tauntaun. We'll definitely post this at some uh, point, Yeah, too. yeah, we'll post it. But um, we want you guys to write in and just tell us about uh, defining moments where you, you know, it could be like a special memory involving, a, you know, any any type of fandom. Uh, it can be, uh, you know, the moment that you discovered that you were a super nerd. It can just be... Anything at all, we just want to hear from you, and then we're gonna read them out on the pod. So that's that's gonna be our new our new segment. So yeah, if you want to be featured on our podcast, just uh, send us a little old email. Yeah, just a fun, a fun, um, hopefully uplifting. So it doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be uplifting; it can be really sad too. It could be but really, just really traumatic <laughs> and awful, and super depressing. Yeah. And, and we'll do our sure. best to dramatically read it. I watched <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, and then I lost my leg. <laughs> in the war <laughs> but I was so captivated by the movie I kept watching <laughs> yeah. as yeah. I bled that's out it. on the floor that's a perfect example yeah. of the kind of messages we want to receive yeah. yes so uh, yeah we just want to we want to engage with you all more so please uh, I'd like you know, to be engaged with all of you we're yes. getting married <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so shoot us shoot us an email shoot us a message and that'll be awesome Sweet. Uh, anything else, guys? I got nothing. Uh, cool. I I have nothing. Right. Well, thanks so much for listening. We hope that you uh, enjoyed uh, this episode of What If and our little breakdown of it. This is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nikendros. 
May the force be with you. Always. Hosea! Inside the Tauntaun Podcast, please like and subscribe.